Hi, we're Shannon and Jerry Arner. And our dog, Betty White. Your hosts of the Arner Adventures podcast. Could we have named it something more creative? Probably. But it's the name of our blog. It's our last name. We're on an adventure. Yada, yada, yada. After running our own business, working 24-7. And don't forget a mental breakdown in between. We made a lifestyle change and decided to make the most out of life. We sold our house, most of our belongings, downsized, and moved to the coast. We live life minimally, but fully. We live each day as an adventure. This show will help you learn how to live life more fully, with more intention, by experiencing more, and with less stuff. We'll talk about our own experiences, interview others who have much to share by creating a spark in our lives. Some days we'll share real life ongoings of what we're going through and others will talk about our favorite flavor of waffle. Come join our adventure. It's, it's the, the Arner Adventures, Adventures Podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Jerry. And I'm Shannon. We're here with our sweet gal, Betty White, back for episode 76 of the Arner Adventures Podcast. Today we have a Spark in Our Lives episode, but before we get to our guest, you know what time it is. It's time for our review of the week. Our review of the week, and today's review comes from Chandra Levez. Did I say that right? I don't know, I think. Chandra Chandra Levez. Chandra lives lit. Maybe she's trying to be fun, like yeah, Chandra lives lives, but with or it could be lives. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, well, go ahead. I think I should just move on and say Chandra says. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite part of these episodes is when guests say what their definition of a life well lived is. Oh. They are also enlightening and make me stop and think, appreciating life even more. This is a great podcast. If you're wanting to live a le- live your life in a better way, bring this podcast into your ears. I like the way she puts that. I do too. Yeah. And you know what? One of my favorite parts of the episodes is when people answer that question. You know? Yeah. I love oh, it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you, Chandra Lives or Lives. Thank you, Chandra. 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 Well, we appreciate it. If you'd like to do us a solid, like Chandra did, and bring some positivity to our lives, it's so easy. You can just give us a five-star review or rating on the platform you're listening to us on. We have an easy link for you to follow, lovethepodcast.com slash Adventures. You can choose whatever platform you want and leave us that five-star review or rating. It means so much, and it is a great way for you to help support us and the podcast. Well, moving along, today's guest episode is a beautiful conversation with Mariana Cadore. Am I saying that right? I think we are. Yeah. We had some trouble with it, but I think that I think that's right. Why well, say that any other way though? <laughs> I know, it's beautiful. Cadore. Mm-hmm. Mariana was a Brazilian model who had an un- who had an unhealthy relationship, but it wasn't with a person. Hold on, it was with food and her beliefs. Mm. We talk about becoming the healthy and happy person that you can love and feel good about. And how she got rid of negative thoughts. Yes, it was a beautiful conversation. And we loved it so much. You're going to find it so beneficial. It has something for everyone. Yeah, ready to get to the convo? Let's get to the convo. Well, we told you a little bit about our guests. We can't wait that we're finally getting ready to get to the conversation. Our guest, and we're going we're gonna to pronounce it because we love saying it, is Mariana Cadore. <laughs> she is an energetic author, speaker, and lifestyle fitness coach. She believes we all have untapped potential, and she wants to be the catalyst in empowering people to have a better life a life where the energy feels unlimited, 
Strength feels natural. Joy is common and love is the path. Mariana would love to introduce yourself to the unstoppable you. I think this episode is going to be so great to delve into the way that we look at our bodies. We need to consider that we're not just what we look like, but the inside, we're the same person no matter what. And we talk about that a lot on this show about all the, the health journey that we've all gone through. And so we're really excited. Mariana can help you have a better relationship with all of that. And we can't wait to hear her story. Mariana, thank you so much for being here. It's such a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> so tell us and our audience where you are coming to from today. So um, I am in Brazil right now. I live in London and uh, all that uh, my, my mission here is really share everything I learned in this life to help, help everybody that being struggling uh, with things in health and wellness. Mm-hmm. Ah. It, we, we feel the exact same way with just, I, I think it's wonderful when you go through any challenge and then you can use that challenge to help someone else. So I, I loved reading about your, your entire journey. And so I can't wait to get into it. Um, you have such, such an interesting story and the journey that you've been on. And so I want to get into that a little bit about, uh, you know, your past that you were a model and you also have been into rowing. You were diagnosed with chronic fibromyalgia, right? Yes. And so I know that you've been all, you've also through the years uh, dealt with you know the eating disorder, and we were talking about the the way that we perceive our bodies. It's a lot to balance. And so, would you mind, and if it's okay, and and, and I also we'll put you know, a disclaimer on the show notes too, that if any of this is triggering for anyone, but if you don't mind sharing your story about, you know, how you sort of got into understanding more about your body and what was, what were the challenges that presented themselves to where you started recognizing that there was a problem? Yes. Um, things was quite natural. Um, I was quite young. I was around uh, 15 years old. Uh, my parents divorced. I had to move city. And then I started to think, how can I unconsciously, unconsciously I was thinking, how can I help my mother to have a, a better income so we have a great life? Um, and these is things that my mother never asked me. So I decided, what can I do with this age? And so I'm, I'm going to do modeling. That's what I'm going to do. It. But these is thoughts that we have really inside our minds, and we don't share how this is story. It's things that we just take decisions. So I start to go for the path of modeling. And at this point, it's not like nowadays that is accepted everybody. Um, like every body, uh, body can be a body for modeling. Um, at that time, you need to be so skinny, so, so skinny. So I decided, well, um, I have to lose like 15 kilos. And I stopped eating. That's how I did. I stopped eating. Um, sometimes it was very hard, so I would take it fizzy drinks, diet fizzy drinks, eat pumpkins and things like this. But I, w I would say, no, no, I'm not hungry. Um, and then I start to lose so much weight, so much weight. Um, but I couldn't see this. I thought I was fat. And every time I look myself in the mirror, 
I thought it was fat. So things start to go overboard. And people would say, like, you're so skinny, but I couldn't see it. So I would ignore what I say. And I keep losing weight, losing weight. One day I was in a biology class and my my teacher never thought that he, he had this influence in my life, but he measured the heart rate of every single student and mine was 32. And I have the knowledge that my heart rate should be at least 60. And at this point, I thought, I'm killing myself. I'm going to mm. die. Mm. There was the point that I took 100% of the decision of I'm getting out of this pattern. I'm eating, doesn't matter what. And so I went back home and I told to my mother, can we go in a restaurant? How you can eat? And in Brazil, we have loads of this. I don't know why. (laughs) It's just how you can eat. I don't know. (laughs) We have a lot of those in America too. (laughs) In England, like rarely you see it. (laughs) Anyway, I went there and I ate as much as I possibly could. And then from that day, my journey was to eat. All that I want is to keep alive because at the end, I took this decision to do modeling. It was not to kill myself. And that's the things we see with people, especially we take decisions quite young with a young mind that is is trying the best with the options we have in mind at this point. But sometimes we take decisions that are not good for us. And there was one case. And I could get out of this, but I couldn't get out of my problem with food and my relationship with food. Because when you think um, you stop eating like this, you are thinking you have some control. And this control is over food, over your mouth. And, um, And there was the control I could have at that moment where my life was quite messy. Uh, things was happening in a way that I didn't plan. And so this was the thing that unconsciously, uh, unconsciously I choose that I have control. So I still had this problem underneath. Right. So, so that's how the story progressed <laughs> to where we're going. I think huh. it's interesting when you said um, that we, you do the best with the knowledge that you have. And I, I think that so many times that we're, we we can criticize ourselves for the past and be so angry and judgmental. And then we can say, but we did the best that we, can we say that we did the best that we could with what we knew? Yes. Okay. Then we, let's move on and let's, let's learn from our mistakes. I mean, I, I'm really hard on myself. I know for past actions and, and I have to say, just, just understand you like learn from that. And so hearing you say it is almost I'm the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, hearing you say it is a good reaffirmation because I'm the same way too. And then I think, well, you know, then I didn't really know this and this and this. So mm-hmm. and you got to remember that you didn't know all that then. And it can be used for so many different things in life. So um, yeah, to hear you, to hear you say that. So did you immediately get out of modeling or did you stay? 
You know, I got out because after this, my body took a toe and it starts to charge me. I start to get a little bit sick. I oh. start to have some some problems, um, pneumonia, and the body was very weak. The body was very weak. I was very, very skinny. I probably had a lot of things missing in my body from we stopped yeah. eating. Um, so I start to have some issues and I start to stop to have the interest in doing that because of the fact that I thought I was uh, like I would go in like killing myself. Mm -hmm. And at that point, there was no other option. It's really like, oh, you're really skinny or there is no modeling for you. So I, I wrote this off and I decided to start to, to exercise. So I thought, like, let's go for a different pet. Let's go from a pet. My mother uh, was a trainer. So I learned since I was a baby. My father was a surfer. My mother was a trainer. I learned since I was a baby that exercise something that we should do it. And we yeah. should uh, stay. So because I thought I am in a place that I, I did uh, something that was harmful for me, I'm going to start to exercise. And it's another way to lose weight without eating. It's still eating. So at the end of the day, I still in the same pattern. I was just changing a little bit the makeup. <laughs> right, right. So I start to exercise and I start to exercise a lot, not just a little bit. Okay. Get ready for a summer hydration upgrade. This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV, a true game changer in our daily routine. We've been relying on Liquid IV for years now. Let me tell you, it's been a total game changer, especially when it comes to staying properly hydrated. Liquid IV is a hydration multiplier conveniently packed as a powder in individual packets. And the best part? It comes in a variety of delicious flavors. Personally, I can't get enough of the pina colada and strawberry, sometimes mixed together. Yum. They make the perfect summer mocktails. Whether you're on the go or prefer to make a big pitcher of water for the day, with a few packets like I do, Liquid IV has got you covered. The magic of Liquid IV lies in its ability to deliver two to two and a half times more hydration than plain water alone. It's like water that works for you. Ready to experience the hydration revolution? Head over to arnerventures.com slash liquid IV to grab our exclusive discount code and enjoy free shipping. That's arnerventures.com slash liquid IV with a dash in between liquid dash IV for your ticket to staying refreshed and properly hydrated this summer. And now let's get back to the show. And, and that's where I start to chase um, sports and things that I love. I was in another city at this point. There is a beautiful lake. We, we say river here, but it's a lake. It's gigantic. It's like hundreds and hundreds of uh, kilometers. It's beautiful. And the sunset is so beautiful here. So it's the best this city oh. that I moved could give it to me. And then uh, everybody starts to say, like, did you saw there is rowing there? And rowing is not something that people do in Brazil. It's just like rally you see people doing. Now this is a little bit more. Uh, there is in Rio, because in the middle of the, the center of the city you see is in Lagoa Rodrigo de Freitas. Uh -huh. um, so you see very, very beautiful the rowing happening there. And in this place, Porto Alegre, um, 
it's rarely you see people rowing because we go to one island to row there usually. And then I decided, like, I'm going to try rowing. And when I start, I fall in love. And I'm uh-huh. like, wow, that is life. That is uh-huh. what I love. It's such a nice. strenuous exercise, too. Like, uh, were you on a rowing team? Did you do it by yourself? or I was in a team, okay. um, but I did single skiff. So just myself in the boat. Okay. There was a not many women rowing at this point. So I had to be in a single skiff because there was no team for me to be part. So (laughs) I was training with men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I'm imagining, okay, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Now that you're becoming more aware of your body and you're trying to get it, you know, more healthy and were at this point when you were rowing, I mean, I mean, that is you're working, you know, muscles and you're starting to, you know, really get toned and, you know, really work parts of your body that probably you wouldn't work. Otherwise, are you harming your body at this point by over-exercising? Are you still, are you doing pretty well by getting it back to optimum point That's like a how, how... great great question i'm gonna use my knowledge from now and i'm gonna share the experience from there so okay. from there i have no knowledge that uh, really you can harm your body i was training hard and i thought this is a very good thing to do it is a warrior is uh, like mm. the kind of uh, women um we are in my family i thought i was doing the best like I'm fighting through, I'm giving my everything, and this is fantastic. Yeah? yeah. So I felt like really, really good. But at the same time, the problem with food continues. And now I had I I decided that I never more would go to a place that I don't eat anymore, because that could lead me to a place that I don't want to go. And I and then I I use the same coin, I turn it. I start to overeat. So I would get back home sometimes and feel like eating chocolate and I eat a box of chocolate. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. And so I would feel so guilty that I would train a little bit more than the training the coach gave me. I gotcha. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So I start to eat a lot and Mm -hmm. train even more, more than everybody. Because I need to stop with the guilt I was feeling and to to think like I'm going to burn everything that I overeat. So when I ate the full box of chocolate, it's not because I want, it's because I felt like I didn't have control. Over yes, I, I relate completely to that. I, I we, we have this conversation and we're going to get more into about the relationship with food in just a few, but I completely understand every and I'm sure there's some listeners here that get that and some that don't but I completely get what you're saying yes yeah so um I was doing again I was doing the best as I could as I think most of us is always doing the best as we can with the knowledge we have and that's where people come from the outside tapping to share some knowledge and teach mentors differently like my coach was mentoring me rowing but was not mentoring me nutrition or right. mentoring me mindset. So um, 
I start to have this overeat and I stop eating. Um, and I was doing pretty well. Nobody noticed I was overeating. I was not putting weight. I was training like crazy. Everybody was saying like, you are so strong. And uh, being mind that I didn't start strong, I start like I was like uh, uh, really, really skinny when I start. Yeah. And I start to get muscular and I start. And this time was a time that women just athletes was really muscular. Yeah. Nowadays we have a lot and the CrossFit pain and we see a lot of uh, muscular women and we appreciate this. But that time was not a time of muscular women. <laughs> and I was very muscular. So everybody want to touch, everybody want to see it, everybody <laughs> admire it. I, I can't say how many times people touched my arms when I touch. I had six pack. I still have. But I had six pack. People want to touch and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> what is this so yeah was, it was very good the validation i was getting i mean you're getting yeah. positive affirmations for what you're doing so of course in your mind you're going well i have to keep doing that yeah. you know yeah <laughs> yeah and i i got to one point i was on my way to uh do the trials for the olympic games and i was i was already in the national team i was doing well um I was getting my category. I was in the first one in Brazil. So I was doing quite well. And then um, I start to have pains in my body. And I start to feel really, really weak. Really weak. And I couldn't understand. So I start to go and try to treat. And I was just not getting anywhere. And the pain starts to... Uh, go to every single joint of my body, every single joint. So if you think your your fingers, every single joint. If you think about your knee, if you think about sciatic, uh, yeah. which is the the nerve pain that give on the back and run through your buttocks and through the legs. I had them two legs, so I was having difficult uh, sitting and lying down, standing. I was fine. So I was having a lot of difficulties. And then is the point where I couldn't go to the trials for the Olympic Games, oh. the final trials. Mm. And oh. I was devastated because yeah. at this yeah. point, if you say like, who is Mariana at this point? I'm rowing. I'm 100% rowing. And so it was took it away from me. Everything that I knew as myself, mm. the athlete, the rower, it was taken away from me. And that was pretty hard. And at this mm -hmm. point, I went to 20 doctors. They said it was fibromyalgia, mm -hmm. which is an autoimmune disease. Yeah. Um, and this in the um, Western medicine, there is no healing until now. They have some, um, some treatments. When I experienced the treatment, I felt like um, my feeling... Uh, was like uh, I become a zombie. I don't feel much mm. pain, but I'm not fully alive. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I don't have my emotions. I feel like uh, I don't feel like myself. Right. Yeah. Is that where the, I know that you describe the tale of two Marianas. Is that where that comes in? Like it was in the part where I was training so much, okay. but I still eating crazily. Okay. Okay. That, that was when I disco. Yeah. So it, when you 
Okay. Oh, gosh, I feel like I have so many questions. It when you um when this was happening and it was that your was not being able to go to the trials your low point when you realized something has to change and you had a switch or was that still not your lowest point yet? Still not because at this point I gave myself to the doctors fully. Okay. And so like you fix my life. Yeah. If something is going wrong, you fix my life. And so after a time, that's when I hit uh like okay. the bottom. Is when I say like, you know what? They're not able to fix. Right. They're not they're not able to fix my life. I gonna have at this point I thought, well, you was a pretty good rower, you was in the national team, your discipline is great. What if you turn out this energy and find the healing for yourself? And that's when I start to read all the self-help books you can imagine and healing and uh, everything, even energy. I start to go through everything. Mm. And I start to write poetry, which funny enough, um, I always had... um, uh, Portuguese writing at this point was Portuguese. Now is English is what I talk every day. But at this point was Portuguese. I thought I was pretty bad in Portuguese, and I thought like my grades was not the best in Portuguese, and I was good in everything else. But at this point, I need to give my emotions voice, yeah. and I start to write poetry. And I don't know where this come from. But it's things that we discover when something is taken away from us, we discover other things that we could never imagine we had. Yes. And I start to write poetry every day. Oh, and I would feel like healing from that. Yes. And so that got all the thoughts out of your head and onto paper, right? Yes. And that, I bet that felt great. Yeah, it was kind of my medicine. I would uh-huh. sit every day the same time, and I was not waiting for inspiration. I would sit every day in the same time. Like we know that um, this is efficient for working. Every mm-hmm. day the same time, like pen in the paper, and mm-hmm. let's go. And sometimes it would be one poetry, sometimes three, four, even seven and uh, to these days, I read and I'm like, wow, that's so good. Who wrote? And I'm like, wow, was me. <laughs> <laughs> so you still write poetry? Yeah. Write, uh, no, no yeah. I don't oh, write any more poetry. <laughs> oh, no poetry. Okay. But she, she wrote a book, she which we're going to get into. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Get ready to transform your living space into a summer sanctuary. Our go-to resource for design help is Havenly. We had a vision of coastal surfer bungalow look for our home by the sea, and Havenly made it a reality. Their virtual design service connects you with a professional designer who works within your chosen budget. Experience the ease and affordability of Havenly, providing the perfect solution to freshen up your space for the summer season. It's super easy to get connected with a designer and work with him or her virtually. Don't miss out on your exclusive offer. Head over to arnerventures.com slash Havenly to find our link and discount code, saving you 25% off your design package. We've used Havenly for our living room and most recently our backyard patio space. Discover the joy of bringing your dream summer oasis to life. Visit arneradventures.com slash Havenly today. And now let's get back to the show. Yeah, it it, it changed it. 
Yeah. And, and so I went through this journey and I started to really dive into healing and self-help. And I started to discover myself and I started to meditate at this point. Uh-huh. And I started to discover things that I never heard about and places on myself I never experienced before. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I start to understand myself. I start to understand my emotions, my choices, the time in between the emotion and the choice and doing something different. And so I start to understand more human beings as well, suffering. Until this point, I ignore suffering like every single good athlete. They ignore suffering. They just pass through. Like. Yeah. You don't feel, you keep going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I start to explore this part that I didn't even knew there was in me. And this is what I love because uh, nowadays I I see people um, trying to do the journey for changing something. And um, I think there is a lack of sharing this message of uh, there's a lot of parts on you that you don't know. And if you explore you're going to fall in love with yourself. It's such a different part of yourself. It's such a lovely thing to to feel different, to know that you are uh, an ever-changing human being and that everything can change and you're never too old. Yeah. I loved reading when I went on your website originally, you know, months ago and was reading about when you said that, that you want to help people basically fall in love with themselves. And Mm -hmm. uh, there's something so um, comforting about that because Mm -hmm. we, I I don't, I think, I, I don't know why. And maybe we're, maybe we're born that way and then it goes away. But I think that most people have to work to get there. And, and it's a shame that we are that way, but there's something so comforting about reading that and saying, oh, wouldn't that be lovely if I could feel that same way? And so I, I think it, that's why I couldn't wait to have you on here and to talk about, you know, this and, um, and I want to, let's switch to your book really quickly. I I know that your book is called F the diet. (laughs) And I'm wondering, I know that you, you talk about, you know, unhealthy relationships with food and, you know, and and talking about um, your journey. Do you get into some of the things that you do in coaching as well? Like um, loving yourself and, and, and that journey? Yes, because like like my healing was never just one thing, black and white. You go, you eat this, and job is done. It's the same thing. I try to use universal principles. So my healing journey is exactly the same as I'm going to teach you at the book. Because what I'm teaching is a holistic view. We cannot just see like... um, how how someone uh, usually people want to lose weight and they say tell me how what should i eat mm-hmm. and that's not the end question because you can do this for a month and everything that was underneath continue there so your your journey gets back yeah so what is behind is that inflammation like in my case i had to take it off all the inflammatory foods from my diet i had to learn to forgive myself i have to learn um to give um, to feed myself with things that feed my dreams 
so it was a different view about food. And to fall in love with the process, the process of my wellness, the process, uh, in this case, was my healing. So in my book, there is um, the reset method. So we start with rewire, which uh, I always think how to lose weight is never the right way to start. But why? Why would you lose weight? What's the reason Is that important? It's not. And something that touches your soul, that moves you. Because everything in life um, is not easy. But it becomes easy when you have something very important. Like you guys downsizing and changing their life completely. Was that easy? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not <laughs> at all. It's still a process. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a process, but when you fully decide that, I always think like you need to have a hundred percent decision, hundred ten. Yes, yes. Until you are ninety percent, you have questions. So, like, should I eat this or not? You questioning so hard, so you depend on the answers on your mind, and not every time you are in the place where you do good choice for yourself. Uh, but when you decide that hundred, hundred ten, that's it then become very simple the process mm, of yeah. choices that's right so that's right you are so right it's like once the decision yeah. was made <laughs> um yeah it just it just flowed i mean yeah it's like it, the whole process going up you're like oh god i don't know i don't know i don't know but yeah once once you do the 100 decision it is easy right. it is and simple. then you get in the flow uh-huh you get in the flow and yeah. things happen yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can't. We're, we're definitely gonna. I'm. I'm gonna get your book too, and um, I. I'm. We're gonna link that down in the show notes. And I'm wondering, uh, nowadays, do you still have um days where you have um struggles and challenges with your relationship with food, or are you um, or or is your internal dialogue and the way that you love yourself very strong, very firm that you don't have that? Or how does that work? I'm going to answer is, do I have temptations? Yes, of course, we are. Um, those uh, junk foods are made for you to love it. They get everything that triggers the, the brain for you to want more and to love it. They smell is high in calories, which is a surviving mechanism that we have in our bodies that we will, will like more highly uh sugars high in calories because there was survival remember yeah. for thousands and thousands of years there was survival it was difficult to hunt difficult to gather food um and until 1970 we had like uh, three meals per day at this point uh, like the fortunate ones had three meals per day and there was no snacking at this point Yeah? If you ask yeah. it, ask your um, gr grandmother, ask your whatever you can find of people that um, live it in that time. Um, and you're going to see that there was no much snacking there. And then we have the industrial revolution, processed food, and food is available and really cheap processed food. So people that have less money usually choose uh even more processed food yeah mm -hmm. cheaper yeah um and you have this food available 24 7 so what we are seeing nowadays is people eating from when they wake up to when they sleep 
all these hours of the day yeah. up to 10 meals per day. Mm. <laughs> wow. and because the snacks are so high and in, in oh my god yeah. yes and we all love the, like tell me if i don't <laughs> love good food of course i love <laughs> i love food we all love yeah it's, it's, it's such a crazy thing to say no i, I don't love no i made a decision so strong for example for you to give me something fried will be very difficult for me to decide it because yeah. that's something my body doesn't digest well. I decided that I wouldn't touch. But if you bring something that my grandma made for me uh, and was fried, I'm going to eat for sure. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> because the memories of my grandmother, yeah. and it's rare occasions that I find something exactly like my grandma used to do it, I'm going to eat. So is that choice of when I'm going to eat this that I know is junky, but I will choose and I will eat guilt-free. That's the main yeah. point for me. Uh, yeah. Shouldn't be this relationship of uh, guilt. I would, <laughs> I would imagine that live, well, you're, you, you live in London, so maybe it's not as hard in London, but, <laughs> but I would imagine spending time in Brazil. Oh, like I would, I, I think I would just eat meat and eat. Like it just seems like it would be amazing food and, I don't know. Is it more difficult when you go back and visit family because of that? Because you have your family's food too? Yes. I, nowadays, I know very well that um, I should eat and enjoy the food. And when you eat in this, yeah. this way, which is the chapter two of my book, experience food. So what I do is when I eat, I fully appreciate food. I tasted everything. And when you eat in this way, you're not eating one, talking with someone and getting the second and then the third. And if someone asks you, did you like it? I love it. But you didn't even experience the food. Yeah. So, Right. You don't even remember that you, that you ate it. Yeah. No. You ate the memory. You ate the memory. Yeah. You didn't eat the food. You just I ate the memory. I try yeah. to do that at my lunch now, like when I stop, because I, I work from home, obviously. And so when I, when I stop, I try to stop and walk away from my desk and eat and think about my lunch when I prepare it, eat somewhere else and think about it. Or if not, I'm eating it in, in front of my, my computer. And then I'm like, I don't even remember eating it. And so then later I, I get, I feel like I'm more hungry later. And so, yeah, there's something definitely to be said about that. And about you probably people. want to pay attention to all your senses involved too, right? Like you want to smell it, you want to see it, you want to taste it. Yeah. 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 And, and I appreciate that not every time we have like really time to appreciate those are the times when you eat, uh, choose a very healthy food because you're not paying attention anyway. <laughs> really healthy. Well, tell us about your podcast. Yes, my podcast is After Diet. Uh -huh. And uh, the whole idea is bringing wellness um, to people. And uh, how, how do they navigate and where can we bridge the knowledge? for people is when experience someone going to share is a life story is I think it's just hearing others um, mm -hmm. and we can hear from the outside like I hope my story touch someone and they can see in a different way themselves and I completely and uh, forgive myself to any decision I did. I did the best as I could in that time. Those yeah. are exercises you can do it. It's a very simple exercise.
Are you ready to take your email marketing to the next level? We've got a game-changing platform that will revolutionize the way you connect with your audience. Say goodbye to complicated email marketing platforms. Flowdesk is the ultimate productivity tool that simplifies everything making your life so much easier. We used to rely on MailChimp, but once we discovered Flowdesk, there was no turning back. Flowdesk takes email marketing to a whole new level of personalization, affordability, aesthetics, and efficiency. Picture yourself creating beautiful, eye-catching layouts and seamless workflows that leave a lasting impression on your recipients. Flowdesk truly enhances the entire email experience. As a digital marketing expert, I can confidently say that Flowdesk is a must-have for any business. When working with my clients, I always recommend making the switch to Flowdesk first. And here's the exciting part. We've secured a special 50% off link for you to try out Flowdesk. Experience its incredible features and see the difference for yourself. Once you fall in love with it, which we know you will, you'll also save money on your subscription. Don't miss out on this exclusive offer. Head over to arnartventures.com slash flowdesk to unlock your savings. The link will also be conveniently available in the show notes. Get ready to revolutionize your email marketing game. And now let's get back to the show. Uh, you can do it. Um, for example, let's put one example so people can get really practical in the tips here. Um, you can go in the mirror in the morning. I love uh, morning routines because they set yourself yes. for a very good day. Mm -hmm. And uh, you put your intentions of uh, how do you want to see life from there because you, you're guiding the day, you're leading the day instead yeah. of waking up and like, oh, I didn't wake up properly. I probably didn't sleep well. I had a nightmare or the day is uh, dark or rainy and cold like in London. Um, so you wake <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> like in London, <laughs> like in London. <laughs> you just guide your day like you look yourself in the mirror and there is a power in this you look yourself in the mirror and you say three things that you are proud of yourself okay you just three things quite quickly three things three things that you forgive yourself okay and three things that you commit yourself off. So let's say, let's put one example because things are more simple than people sometimes imagine. I'm mm -hmm. proud of myself because uh, I wake up and I'm doing the morning routine. I'm proud yeah. of myself. Um, and then that, that can be a, a, because I decide to be a good person instead of a bad. I don't know what you're going to be proud of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It can be yeah. of anything. And it's more things. That, there is no judgment on this. And then this, what I forgive myself and don't judge. Sometimes come up of things of, 20, 30 years ago, and I'm a, where this come from? And and yeah. I just say so. I say in my mind, if I'm a, by myself in the place, I say out loud, it's even more powerful. And yeah. I don't, just don't judge. Uh, there is no judgment. I just say, I forgive myself uh, because I like... Um, anything. <laughs> I, yeah, I missed yeah. the morning routine yesterday and I didn't want to do it today. I forgive myself. It can be anything because yeah. I talk really rudely uh, with uh, my colleague at work. Yeah. I forgive myself because I never told a lot of my mother. It could be anything. Yeah. People yeah. have a lot of uh, stock, uh, storage of emotions there. They, they yeah. don't give per permission to see it. 
because they think they will open Pandora box. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's not like this. If we say like this powerful and meaningful, and we then jump for, we just told what we are proud about. So we are in a good energy. We forgive ourselves and then we commit. commit. We commit with anything. I commit myself to think about the choice I want to do on uh, my nutrition, uh, to mm-hmm. choose food that feed my dreams. I commit myself oh. to whatever you want to commit to yourself for that day. And even if you repeat the yesterday and you feel like you want to commit the same uh, with the same things or whatever, it's okay. You don't need to be too creative. Go in the flow. If for one month you want to say every day the same thing, but you're meaningful, that's fine. One day it will change. Will come a new thing. It's all good. So this takes less than a minute. Uh, oh, and yeah. you start your day like really good. I'm going to, uh, I cannot, oh, I can't thank you enough for this. I wrote it down. Yeah. I'm going to put this on our mirror in our bathroom. And I think this is so great. Something that you have said throughout this entire conversation that I wrote down and it's all on my sheet here and it's about three times is forgive yourself mm. because I, mm-hmm. there's so many things that I know I'm judgmental about myself that are way in the past or they're, or they're even like last month and I just dwell on them and guilty. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I think we, we <laughs> as humans don't just forgive ourselves. And I, I'm very guilty of that. And so this, what a great practice. And I love that it was part of your morning routine recommendation. What, I mean, that is so great. And I like the structure of that, the forgiveness and the commitment. I, I think, you know, a lot about thinking positive thoughts, maybe when you wake up, but I like the way you structured it out. Yeah. It breaks it down in, in a it's good tangible. way. Tangible. Yes, yeah. and there is one layer always on the positive thinking. Sometimes we are forcing the positive thinking, but there is something underneath. And when we go for forgiveness, we might take this thing underneath. And yeah. I, I, I have to say, like you guys are talking about forgiveness. None of us was born knowing how to forgive ourselves. None of us was born knowing, I, maybe babies know, but how to love <laughs> ourselves. This is a lifelong journey of learning to love yourself. It's not one time and it's done. It's like brushing your teeth. It's every day and you're going to do your entire life. And, but things get easier and really enjoyable. And if if you want to be more patient, there is no way to be more patient unless you forgive yourself. Because yeah. everything yeah. starts with you. When you start to forgive yourself, you can forgive others. You can have compassion. Yeah. You can have all these great um, uh, emotions towards the world but it everything starts with you. Mm. I, I like yeah. to say that, like, did you ever um, saw someone really, really happy going and doing harmful things for others? No. No. <laughs> well, we need to have a little bit, we need to have a little bit of misery inside to be able to spread misery. Mm. Because to- misery loves company. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So so it comes, it all comes from within. And the more you love yourself, the more you can love other people, love activities and all that stuff. Yes. 
sometimes you jump in activity like I did just for escaping from something else. Right. Yeah. And it's still fine because you're still doing something healthy. Sometimes yeah. it's overboard to unhealthy like I did, the amount I did. But yeah. anyway, it comes from a, a good place and you think you are doing good things. But the, mm -hmm. the main thing is like, let's take this layer. Let's do something that you actually know I'm loving myself and that's why I'm going to give myself this present of this movement that I love or mm -hmm. this sport that I love. And everybody loves something. Uh, they might not know yet. They might yeah. have bad experience when they were kids. Someone thought like, oh, you're not good in sports. So they just ignore and they like, I don't like sports. But everybody likes something. If it is dancing, if it, it, it can be anything, golfing, yeah. it can be something that I don't even know the sport, the name of the sport. Like I didn't know netball until I moved out of Brazil. I did. So can be one sport that you didn't heard until now. Yeah. The good thing is experiencing things like uh, I'm uh, learning, like uh, I'm in a good stage now, but in the, uh, in the beginning I was not uh, hula hooping. Uh -huh. so, <laughs> so much yeah. So oh much my fun. gosh, I should do that. We had a, a someone on the podcast, um, at, I guess a couple months ago, and he is, I think he's in his 60s now. Yeah. And he just one day said yes to trying stand up paddle boarding. Yes. And now, and he's, he lives in the UK. I think he lives in maybe outside of London. Yeah. And he, now yeah. his goal is to stand up paddleboard in every single country. And wow. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like just because one day he said yes, he had no idea what his do he was doing, had never done it before, and now he loves it. And so it goes along with kind of what you're saying. Yeah, um, by, by the way, 2018, I decided to cross the Pacific Ocean rowing uh, for plastic pollution. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. Wow. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, that that's a perfect segue into our fast five questions. <laughs> right. So we have fast five questions for you. It's a this or that. Um, you want to ask her number one? I'll, I'll start it out. Yep. Number one, rowing or relaxing on a boat? Oh, rowing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number two, sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Mm, uh, so beautiful. From the boat while you're rowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just the way she said it. Sunset. I know. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Binging Netflix or reading a book? Um... I think Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. Number four, cats or dogs? Dogs. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, we like both, but we do have a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And this is it tends to be one of the more divisive of all the questions we ask. Ketchup or mustard? Oh, mustard. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, this is the fun. this is the question that we ask everyone, and we think it's so enlightening when we ask it. And I'm gonna say her beautiful name when I say it, Mariana. <laughs> what does a life well lived mean to you? A life where you enjoy every moment, and you can taste life, and you can appreciate every interaction. And you can really feel alive. And 
you also think about others and how much you can give with whatever you have in your toolbox, if this is a smile, or how can you change where you pass, that's a life well lived for me. Oh, Very God. nice. <laughs> so beautiful. I, I will carry that with me the rest of the day. Me too. Oh, that was so beautiful. Well, this was so powerful, so amazing. I am, as soon as we finish, I'm going to get your book. I'm, I have so many, I have more notes written on this sheet than I normally do. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, we're going to link all of, all of your information down in the show notes, but for those who are listening, please tell our audience where they can find you if they want to get connected to work with you, how they can get your book um, and where they can find your podcast. Yes, go for um, my website, uh, which is marianacadori.com, and will be in the notes how to write mm -hmm. my name. Um, <laughs> my social media as well, Instagram, LinkedIn, I'm there. And um, yes, uh, you can come uh, make questions for me, DM me, and talk, talk with me. I will answer you in the best of my abilities. And um, yeah, and I work with coaching one-on-one -on -one, and I also have groups that we run the reset method together oh. um, and it's really powerful as well. There is the book on Amazon um, and there is the audio book in Audible and you, you can go there and pick it up your copy. Okay. Are you reading it? I'm reading what? Are, are you the one who reads it in Audible? No, no, I oh. didn't have this courage. <laughs> I, had I think your voice would be so beautiful reading it. <laughs> I, I had this dilemma in my mind, but I thought there is a speed that should be uh, oh. following. This will take me forever. Maybe <laughs> the next book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, on your next book, we'll definitely have to have you back on. This was so lovely and we're so appreciative you. that you were here and Thank you so much for all the wisdom that you shared with us today. It's a great way to start the day, a conversation like this. Yeah. It sets up a positive vibe for the rest of the day. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you guys deeply in all the audience. I appreciate you guys too. That conversation was so nice. You know, it's one of those conversations that we finished and we felt like she had been here in our home, right? It, uh, absolutely. So she was yeah. in... I think she was in Brazil recording it. Yeah. She, she was. was. She lives in London. Yes. But I think she was in Brazil visiting her family. Family. Yeah. In Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was really a really nice conversation. And I just think, you know, it, it's all about that inner dialogue, which we've talked about before and how we do it. You know, it's, we all do it and how you can really, talk to yourself in a way that you would never talk to someone else. Well, at least I hope you don't, but you wouldn't talk to someone else the way that you say things to yourself. And I love that she talked about really turning that around and how, you know, she wants to be the catalyst and helping people through that. And it's, it's a good reminder for me because I, yeah, I think I've had a, just a day like that today. I got, I think I think, Oh, wow. I think I've been talking to myself in a bad way all day. Hmm. You know, so here we are. This is a good thing to hear right now from uh, the lovely uh, Mariana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think what's really interesting, too, is that um, she was a Brazilian model. And I think that's 
uh, we think, I think we all ha have ideas of images of, of certain things and what's what we idealize. And in that case, I think anybody would go, oh, Brazilian model. Wow. And uh, but but here the, uh, behind all that, the glitz of being a Brazilian model, there was there were a lot of problems. Yeah. Most that. people would think that she had this perfect life. Right. Yeah. You know, and there's always there's always more behind the curtain than anyone knows about. But yeah, yeah it does sound very glamorous, but she was, you know, unhealthy emotionally and physically. I mean, she, she talks about that, that she, she wouldn't have lived if she kept on. And anyway, I just, I loved this. I think that um, we just got her book. So we're excited mm -hmm. to, yeah. to start that. And what a story, what yeah. a spark in our lives. And an important one for, for these times too, because I think a lot of images are thrown at us these days. That's true. Through media. So this really, uh, is timely as far as you know her story is anyway yeah that's and i'm true. sure it could be helpful for a lot of people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if this episode resonated with you or if you know of someone who would benefit from anything we talked about today or any episode our guests or anything please share it with a friend it's a great way of supporting the podcast and us, and we really appreciate it. Another way of supporting the pod is by leaving us a five-star review or rating on the platform you're listening to us on. Oh, and go ahead and hit that subscribe button because that also supports us. We would love that. You can always find us, links we refer to during the show, and any of the podcast sponsors at arnardventures.com or linked here in these show notes. And until next time, enjoy that journey you're on. We're wishing you lots of adventures. Adios. Arrivederci. Au revoir. Adios. Uh, sayonara. Alvida uh, Dos vidiniana.